Hi, everyone. Welcome to Episode 8 of Grace in Progress. My name is Brianna Leach. I am a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor who loves planning big events and comfy leggings. And I firmly believe that if you woke up this morning, then you have a purpose. The goal of this podcast is to give you a safe space to learn more about yourself, take small steps to become the person you were truly created to be, and give yourself lots of grace along the way. If you've listened to any of the other episodes, you know that I, as a counselor, like to ask you lots of questions that make you look inward. I think it's so important for growth to have some introspection, and I value your time and mine, so we're going to jump right into today's topic, which is all about presets. I like to think of presets as knee-jerk reactions to a situation or automated responses that you may not even know are already there and a part of your daily life. And in this episode, we're going to do three things. We are going to recognize the presets that you may have. We're going to name them, and then we're going to replace them if needed. Presets are things that you typically say internally in your mind. There might be times you say them out loud as well, but generally they are your internal self-talk. Have you ever taken a moment to just stop and think about your very first reaction to a situation? So not what you think should be going on, not what you think others would want you to be saying, but what your true gut reaction is to a situation. For example, when the alarm goes off in the morning, what's the very first thing you say internally? I'm not talking about to your spouse, to your kids, to your roommate, whatever. But what's the very first thing that goes through your mind? That is your wake up preset. Maybe it's, oh, great, here we go again. (laughs) Or maybe it's, yay, it's another day. I'm so excited. (laughs) Or if you're like me, maybe it's, well, that went quickly. (laughs) As I have three other little people in my bed. But what you say to yourself first thing in the morning, internally, can set the tone for your day. There is an entire field of study called neurolinguistics, which literally translates to brain language. And there are countless studies and data and articles about the power of your self-talk and how it impacts your daily life, your outlook overall, and even your heart rate and This is not something I need to reiterate or preach to you because I think if you're listening to this, you understand the importance of self-talk. So now we jump into recognizing, naming, replacing. So based on the first example, you probably understand what it is to recognize, which is exactly how it sounds, to notice throughout your day those presets to different stimuli. So it could be your child says something, what's the first thing that pops in your head? You look in the mirror in the morning, what's the first thing that pops in your head? You're running late for work, what pops in your head? All of this inner dialogue shapes who we are and how we look at our life. So the second part's a little bit trickier. That's called naming the presets. I've talked about it in other episodes, but just because a thought is in your mind or a preset is there, and ingrained in your brain does not mean it's originally from you. Thoughts that we have could be from our parents growing up, 
could be something that someone randomly told us at a younger age. It could be something we've convinced ourselves of through social media, through our culture, or spiritually, it could be an attack from the enemy. But this is probably the most critical step in this process is figuring out where these thoughts are coming from. And if they're not coming from a good place or they are not edifying or what God would be saying about you, then that is not something you need to cling on to. We need to work on replacing it. In counseling, one of my jobs is to identify toxic patterns of behavior or cognitive distortions or other fancy words that just say you're talking to yourself in a bad way. So since I'm not able to do that with each of you individually, I'm going to throw out some examples so that we can kind of dissect it, figure out where it comes from, and replace it. A very shallow and silly one would be an example for me. I will go to put my hair in a ponytail, and I literally stop myself every time. It sounds silly even saying it, but I don't like my ears. And one day I finally looked in the mirror and I thought, why every time I go to put my hair in a ponytail, do I tell myself, oh, no, 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 don't do that. Don't expose the world to your ears. They're terrible. They look like Fievel Goes West. If you haven't seen that, if you're younger than like, I don't know, 30, (laughs) um, it's a movie about a little mouse who goes on a big journey, but he has these big ears. So it hit me that that thought is not from me. There was actually a guy in high school who told me that one day when I was a cheerleader and I was feeling super confident. I had my hair up in a ponytail, which I rarely did. I usually wear it down. And I remember him saying, oh, wow, look at your ears. You look like Fievel Goes West. And once I named that, first of all, shame on him, (laughs) it kind of ticked me off. But then secondly, I thought, wow, that gave it a lot less power. As soon as I named it, and realized it wasn't innate. It was kind of placed in there on a shelf that I can move out. I can get that out of my brain storage and realize that's not true. Maybe my ears aren't perfect or they're not perfectly proportioned or whatever, but that's what I was given. It's fine. If I want to wear a ponytail, I can replace that with, um, let's pick a ponytail that, you know, flatters my ears. That's okay. But it's crazy that for years, I hung on to that preset about a body part just based off something that someone had told me years ago. And until I recognized it, named it, and replaced it, it was a part of my regular life. Now, on a much deeper level, there may be some of you who experienced trauma as a child or experienced emotional or verbal abuse. And this is a real thing that you carry around on a daily basis. The lens that you look at the world through is very jaded because maybe you've been told every day of your life you weren't worth anything, you will never accomplish anything or amount to anything, and being aware of those presets are going to help you get rid of them because we all know that's not true. We know that you are completely here for a reason and you were created for a purpose, but recognizing those throughout your day. So for example, let's say you are applying for a new job and you go to an interview, you think it goes well, 
but then you get the phone call or the email that said, sorry, we decided to go with another candidate. The first thing that pops in your head, it might sound like, well, figures. I I mean, I'm never good enough for anything anyways, or I'll never amount to what I thought I could do. That kind of toxic thinking behavior probably wasn't placed there by you. It might have been your circumstances. It might have been someone emotionally abusing you from an early age or saying those kind of things and realizing that that's not innately you and that comes from an external source or somewhere you've heard it somewhere else. Anyways, realizing that that is something you can replace is the exciting part, that it's something that you can retrain and literally rewire your brain through neurolinguistics and be able to replace that. So when you get the rejection letter or email or call, you can say, well, wasn't the right door for me. I'm sure another one will come. And whether you believe that or not, the fact that you have replaced that toxic thought with something that's much healthier, much more optimistic, and can set your course in a different way, that's the power that you have of being in control of your thoughts being able to identify, recognize, name them, replace them. And just as a side note, it's okay to take a moment to kind of grieve that rejection as well. That's not, I'm not saying that you should push all that aside. I'm just saying the first thing that pops in your head, knee-jerk reaction, your preset, that's what we're trying to take control of. I'll give you one more before we wrap this up. So I've worked with a lot of new moms, both in newborn family coaching, which is basically pre-parenting counseling, but also right after they've had a baby. And more often than not, I hear a new mom say, I have no idea what I'm doing. I feel like I'm just screwing it up. And it we all feel that way at some point, especially when they're new and they're not real fun. But th- then I dig a little deeper and their presets are, that when the baby cries, the first thing they tell themselves, oh my gosh, here we go again. Or this baby is always crying. And while both of those are true, how much more powerful would it be to replace that preset with something like, okay, mystery time again. We get to figure out what this baby needs. Is it food? Is it diapers? Is it sleep? Is it none of the above and they just want to cry? But Being able to look at it as a mystery instead of an attack can put the power back in your court that you are the one that's the parent. You get to be in control and you get to help unravel this mystery. And the tricky thing about naming that one is that oftentimes it comes from the other pressures in the room, whether it be extended family or a spouse or even just this idea of what you thought motherhood was going to look like. And all of that weighs into, I should be able to jump and respond and know everything the very first time, which is, we all know, is just absolutely ridiculous. But until you recognize that, name it and replace it, nothing's going to change. If you listen to this and think to yourself, okay, I've recognized some toxic presets or things that I shouldn't be saying, and I've worked to name them, but I don't even know where to start as far as replacing them. Maybe you've had so many on the toxic thought side that you're afraid of creating more or replacing them with something that isn't really going to stick. 
And I would encourage you just by saying, um, look to the scriptures. God has already written you a huge love letter of things that can encourage you. And also look to people who are close to you, who love and appreciate you and ask them what they, how they would maybe replace these. And then also think about what you would say to a younger version of you, whether it be a child or just you 10 years ago. If you could look back and say, wow, these presets are here. If I had only known blank, if I had known that I would overcome this situation or I'm stronger than I thought I was, or I can get some stuff together. Maybe I don't have it all together, but it's okay to have some things together. You might be surprised what tapping into those resources, yourself, others, the Bible, what you can get out of that as far as figuring out ways to replace the thoughts. And you know what else? If you have some positive presets, celebrate those. Give yourself lots of grace and say, wow, I'm actually doing pretty good at this. Not every preset has to be negative and need to be replaced, but the goal is awareness. And if you've listened to any of these episodes longer than two minutes, you know that's pretty much the goal every week. I hope this is something that makes sense to you and that you can walk away with being able to apply in your day ahead, in your week ahead. And I would actually love to hear if anyone has certain presets that you maybe hadn't noticed before and now you're fully aware of them and you'll probably never stop noticing them (laughs) or you will work hard to name and replace them as well. But I would love to hear from you, whether it be on social media or on my website, briannaleach.com. And I also just appreciate you listening and taking the time today to make this a part of your day. I hope it encourages you and reminds you that you have a purpose and that you can take these small steps and give yourself lots of grace. We're all doing the best we can and all we can do is cheer each other on. And I believe in you. You can do this. Thanks for listening.